Hey there, and welcome to my first podcast for Crush It Offline. And in this particular episode, I'm going to be going over my origin story. Uh, more specifically, what got me to this point of actually creating Crush It Offline. And, you know, a bit of uh, my history and, you know, so on and so forth. So, uh, pretty much the reason why I'm creating this course is I had actually recently gone through Russell Brunson's um, One Funnel Away Challenge or the 30-Day Challenge. And uh, part of the thing was to kind of go through this origin story process and then you know start developing a course and you know teach other people what i know um and what i've learned over the last 18 years of <laughs> online digital marketing so uh so let's go ahead and get we'll go back to the beginning of the story um where i first kind of got online um i was in the air force for uh spent six and a half years in the air force um and then after i got out of there i you know went into the aerospace industry and i was working on jets and stuff like that um the uh, engine vibration monitoring systems and stuff like that of air, uh, aerospace. So all the big companies that you see flying around overhead, pretty much a lot of the systems that I worked on were in those uh, products. And it was a really fun career. I really enjoyed it. Got to, you know, travel around. Got to fix and work on some of the most cutting edge, you know, technology in the world. Uh, but again, you know, it was a 12 year career there, and I just for some reason, I just always knew that I did not want to be an employee. I wanted to go out there. I wanted to, you know, had the entrepreneurial bug. And um, so I'd say probably about six years into that career, maybe even four years, actually probably about four years, is when I started seriously looking at, you know, building a consulting agency. Um, now back in 2001, I actually started dabbling around with, um, you know, internet marketing. I started doing like Google AdWords, uh, the Google Cash, which was basically you run Google Ads and you send them directly to an affiliate offer. It was great, easy money kicking butt and then all of a sudden google changed their rules and it basically wiped out that little side hustle i was doing so you know and i just kept you know kind of stumbling around then i went to seo then article marketing and all kinds of other stuff so over this you know this kind of learning portion of my career i actually gathered a bunch of skills so i learned how to do copywriting learned how to do web design learned how to do seo learned how to do you know do media buying with you know adwords and stuff like that um doing a lot of pay-per-view type stuff and running you know CPA offers and stuff and I was you know I I would sit there and kind of get up to a point where I probably could have left my job and then I'd fall back down I, you know is that typical entrepreneurial thing of you know a little bit of self-sabotage coupled with fear doubt and all that other stuff that everybody kind of gets so anyway so I'd say probably about four years into my career at this company that I was at I kind of had an epiphany when I was looking at um, my boss and my manager and I was like because you know, at that point, I was kind of looking at the whole traditional, you know, go work at a job for 20 years, retire, you know, 401k, all this other happy crap. Um, but in the back, there was still that urge, that, that entrepreneurial urge. And I kind of looked and I, you know, looked at my bosses and I realized, holy crap, is that what I want to be like? Like these guys were in fear for their jobs like daily because we had a uh, president of the company who was just a, he was a tool. And pretty much you know he was a slave driver he had these i mean these guys were on salary but i was probably actually making more money than they were as an hourly because they were just working crazy amounts of hours you know and you could just see it on their faces and their health they just they look like a mess um so i pretty much look at that and i'm like holy crap i don't want to be like that you know in in it was like to the people below them they looked like you know big shots you know big fish in a little pond but the problem is the people above them they were just little peons so it was like and i'm like do i really want to do that like i had zero control over my destiny or my financial future i was pretty much limited to the three percent maybe five percent pay raise each year you know and it's like man that's just the slow way to wealth and you know coupled with the fact that i had all these different skills that i had slowly been building up in the digital space so um, fast forward a few more years and this company, you know, I'd stayed there. I'd worked my way up. Um, 
and I was doing at this point I was doing you know technical support to you know all these big companies you know for our products you know and I'm talking like Delta Continental Pratt and Whitney like all these big huge you know aerospace industry companies and I'm you know I'm helping them fix their systems via the phone and sometimes I'm flying out and you know, doing all this stuff and kind of you know living the dream of you know climbing the corporate ladder but I still knew I did not want to be doing this and somehow or another the universe conspired and kind of came in and that company ended up it had gotten like kind of like sold and then they they had acquired some other companies they didn't get sold but they acquired other companies and decided they were going to move this division out to california and i was given the option of either staying on or taking a severance package and calling it a day and going my merry way it you know after 12 years it's pretty substantial severance package but it was still one of those things that's scary you know you leave what most people perceive as you know a comfortable living you know it's it's you know it's solid it's um I can't think of the word right now, but pretty much it's safe, you know, but that's what most people viewed it as. Um, and I was like, huh, I don't know. And I, you know, I knew that I had all these skills built up. I had started building up my consultancy a few years before that. So I actually had a pretty good, you know, side portfolio of clients. And I'm like, you know, what? I think I can actually do this. And it, the only thing that had been holding me back was comfort because I had the comfort of this, you know, the supposed comfort of this 12 year career and, you know, staying with this company. And I said, nope. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I said, I'm going to take my severance package and leave. And the look on my boss's face when I told him that was priceless. To be able to sit there and have him go, what? What? What, what are you going to do? It's like, dude, I've got a business built up on the side that I've been doing for the last couple of years. And then he's like, I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm like, well, of course you didn't. What do you think? I'm going to sit there and tell you? I mean, come on, you know. <laughs> You're the man. I ain't going to tell you that stuff. So the same thing happened with the HR guy. He was just like, you've been doing what? I'm like, yeah. I said, you know, I said, you know, I hedged my bets. I kind of figured, you know, this when I decided that this wasn't what I wanted to do long term, I started preparing and I started, you know, working on my chops, working on my marketing chops. So after 12 years of working at this company, I burnt the burnt the boats and, you know, no going back is either it was do or die. And um, I'd like to say that it was all lollipops and butterflies at that point. I went on to, you know, kick some ass, but unfortunately, I did not. Um, you know, I went and I, I kind of maintained the client base that I had. Um, and I blew through most of my 401k because I did what most entrepreneurs do. Um, found a bunch of stuff that worked and stopped doing it, which don't even know why. It's like self-sabotage kind of silliness. Um, there, so there's... So then I realized I had to work on my mindset. There was other skills that I didn't realize I didn't have, which was, you know, it was like mindset. And I learned how to, I had to learn how to do sales. Technically, I was great. I could build anything. I could do copywriting. I could do all that stuff. But the problem that I had was my sales just sucked. I had no idea how to do it. Um, you know, face-to-face -face sales or even, you know, over, over the phone or even just via email. Um, I just, I had no idea how to, how to do that. Um, so I went out and I learned, you know, I, bought all kinds of courses some of the top copy or uh, sales courses out there around for some of the top names in the industry <clears throat> and then pretty much I kind of put together my own little system of how I would approach clients get them in and then close them and then I was like great so then at that point I had the other epiphany like holy crap like I can do this like forever like I really control my own destiny and I'm going to tell you that feeling was priceless to know that I no longer had to be in that rat race like as I see other people in some of my you know friends and family where they're you know they're tied to a company and they you know that's 
they're they're at the whim of the company. If the company closes and goes away, their their job's done and they start over. And I've seen that happen for several people, and it's it's sad, you know, because you know they didn't they didn't have the foresight to sit there and start doing like a side hustle or have like a backup plan. Their plan was working at that company, and you may or may not be in the same position. And if you are, you know, I, I suggest do this stuff on the side. Find a couple hours at night, you know when everybody's asleep and go up there and do that because that's the sort of stuff that I did as I was learning all my skills and stuff I'd work my day job I'd come home spend time with my family that night I'd be up you know doing the typical learning how to you know how to code things and you know write copy and you know build websites and all this other stuff um, so I suggest definitely you know doing the hustle um, so again it was one of those things where you know it's like the evolution of every entrepreneur they always have like these stories um, I think mine took a lot longer simply because I did have that pretty stable position in that company because I was really good at my job and I you know I knew how to fix all kinds of crap that other people didn't know how to I knew how to solve problems and stuff like that but the one thing I did learn from that whole experience was this that if you're a problem solver you will never go hungry if you know how to go out there and solve problems yeah you, you know whether it's in a company or whether it's a, as an entrepreneur because that's what people will pay for they'll pay for solutions to their problems so that's a bit of my backstory. Um, there's other things in there. You know, I really, and this is kind of a personal but I really struggled with drinking. Um, I was a bit of a binge drinker. And I, the, basically, I had, to, I had to learn a skill on how to combat that and to quit drinking. So as of this writing, I've been sober for about, what, three years now. And I, I say sober, I don't mean like I was like a fallen down, drop dead drunk. But I was one of those people that definitely had a bit of a problem. Uh, to where it was you know affecting my output i knew i wasn't the best me that i possibly could i was about 50 pounds overweight um i'm a power lifter and i always use that as an excuse saying well power lifters need to carry extra weight and it was basically me just lying to myself so it was, you know this whole journey i've had to do a bunch of transforming and, and a lot of it comes back to just getting honest with myself um and if anybody's out there reading this one of the best books on this is um uh, the Dan Sullivan question. I suggest looking that up and then going through the process of, you know, figuring out your vision and then, you know, going through the and, and asking the three questions. And if anybody out there wants more information on that, just reach out to me. I'd be happy to hop on a, a quick Skype and chat about it. Um, that's transforming. I've even taught that to like, my kids, my wife, and everybody that will listen. I tell them, go through this process and you'll figure out shit in your life that, you know, you've probably been questioning for a long time. So anyways, so long story short, there I was, you know, I was the functioning alcoholic kind of binge drinking dude working at a 12 year career, decided to jump from it, failed, stumbled, lost a bunch of money. And then what happened? How did, you know, how did all of a sudden I turn that around and actually get up to the, you know, the hallowed six figure mark. Um, and a lot of it was just consistency, you know, consistency over time. Um, a lot of people will sit there and they want the results yesterday. And if they don't get them, you know, within like a week or so, they quit and they're on to the next thing. And, you know, it's been beaten into the ground everywhere. They call it the shiny object syndrome. And I'm here to tell you, it is for real. Um, I still suffer from it. Even though, you know, I'm doing multi six figures now, I still get shiny object syndrome. And it's and it's one of those things that you have to work constantly to rein in. Uh, or at least some people do. I, I'm one of those types. I mean, I, I see something. Like, oh, I want to go buy it. Um, reverse engineer, see if it works. And then if it does work, you know what? Oh, I'll go on to the next thing. <laughs> so, um, but, and what I'm here to do is kind of show you the system, my fallback systems that have gotten me to where I am and provide me with that sanity, knowing that if the shit ever hits the fan, I can go out there and get clients at will. So, um, one of the, there's, um, 
you know, because I'm not, I'm for some reason I'm just I'm not one of these guys that wants to sit there and be the multi-million dollar Lamborghini driving type thing. Um, I had heard from this guy, uh, a mentor from a long time ago, or about a year or so ago, Tim Conley, and he had done the same thing where he sat there, was making all kinds of money, and then he realized, holy crap, I don't really need to be making a million dollars, you know? And then he did out his numbers and he said, you know what, $220,000 per year is actually all I need to achieve and do everything I want every year. So as long as I just keep that as a baseline, I'm happy. And I kind of realized that I initially, you know, before you get to that six figure mark, you think, holy crap. I need to be a millionaire and that six figure is going to solve everything and then once you get there i'm telling you you'll you'll it's like you get to the top of the mountain and then you're like what's next um and then that's where you have to kind of you know reassess and re-level up or whatever and that's kind of where i'm at with this whole crushed offline thing i've had friends and you know i guess students over the years tell me dude you need to teach this to a lot more people because the stuff that you know you're in the top 5%, you just don't realize it or don't recognize it and you should be teaching this stuff. And I've actually had coaches that I've hired, I've paid thousands of dollars to hire and they say, you should be teaching this. I shouldn't be teaching you, you know all this. And I'm like, oh, you know, so. And that goes into like my next thing, you know, everybody has internal and external struggles. One of my internal struggles that most everybody out there is gonna have is called the imposter syndrome. Um, And it's where you know, no matter what you've achieved, you always feel like you're a fraud. You feel like people are going to find you out. You know, like for me, one of the biggest things I was always like, you know, I'm, I'm positioning myself as a great marketing expert, but I don't have a college degree or anything like that. Everything's self-taught. And, you know, so, you know, you have that, that feeling, oh, they're going to find out that I'm not like this great educated man and all this other stuff. And it's like, you know what? You know how many times a client has asked me what school I went to? They don't. They simply, they have a problem. I go in and present a solution. They like the idea. We move forward. It's as simple as that. Um, and so, like, that's one of the things. So, I always had the imposter syndrome. Like, everybody knows what I know. Nobody wants to learn from me, right? And then, of course, you know, I had friends and family and, you know, semi students, I guess you could call them, because, you know, I do a lot of mentoring and stuff like that. And, you know, I just always assumed people knew what I knew. And, I guess come to find out they don't. And the more I started realizing that, looking around in all these other groups, like I belong to a bunch of Facebook groups, and I see some of these groups, I see the guys that are running it giving out this advice that I know damn well they haven't actually implemented. I know. I you know, I just know because I've been out there in the trenches. I'm still out there in the trenches. I still run my agency. I'm still out there getting clients. I'm still out there landing jobs. Ah, uh, and I just know that they're not doing it. They might have gone out there and had success once, and they turn around and try to turn that into uh, a teaching, um, you know, an educational teaching course. And but the problem is, in my eyes, this is what I always struggled with: is it's kind of built on you know fraud because I don't know if it's fraud because they had the one success, but you know they're kind of misleading in, in making it sound like they've done this multiple times. You know, everybody can get lucky once, but can you repeat it? And that's that's I think what had uh, what I had to go through is I had to see this you know this repeated successes before I felt qualified to teach it and then even then you know I was probably qualified to teach this crap like five years ago but and then it just took you know over and over and over and then it's funny how the universe just delivers things to you um, and in this case it was the Russell Brunson you know one funnel away challenge I'm like you know going through that and a lot of the mindset that was in there I was like holy crap I can do this and then I had other friends telling me the same thing right and so 
part of the whole you know that i'm doing the crushed offline thing now is i'm kind of over the imposter syndrome thing i kind of realize my worth now um, the other thing is you know i do run a consultancy where i work with clients a lot of big clients um, big small medium you know all of them um but it, the, the problem is it's it's one-to-one so it's it's my time helping one person and what I want to do is I want to have a bigger impact and help more people. And I know there's a bunch of people that are coming up behind me that could use, you know, tips, pointers and tactics to get to the next level, you know, to get to that first, you know, uh, six figure year, you know, the, the hallowed six figure year or then the $10,000 a month, you know, part and you know, all that other the typical stuff that you see all these courses promising and stuff like that. So um, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. There's a lot of things in there that I know i can help people with and i'm going to tell you right now a lot of it is up in your head and i know that because you know that was my problem for the longest time it wasn't until i kind of got clear on what i wanted got honest with myself that stuff started happening um so yeah so the pretty much it was you know i knew technically i had all the skills and you probably have all the technical skills as well you could probably build websites you could probably rank rank the heck out of them you could probably build videos rank the heck out of them build out pay-per-click campaigns you probably know all that stuff so you have all the technical skills, but the problem lies right up in your head. And that's what I hope to kind of help with in this whole crushed offline thing, help you with the mental part of it and some of the technical stuff as far as like doing client outreach, getting people to come in and so on and so forth. So pretty much that's what it was. I just, I won't say I'm totally burnt out on client work. It's just, I know that I, I want to do more. I want to you know provide more to the market because I see a lot of people out there teaching that are maybe not teaching stuff that actually works a lot of it's theory and i know it's theory because i've probably tried every little trick in the book i mean i've been doing this for what now about 12 years you know the 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 offline marketing thing what well, i'm not 12 yeah about 11 started in 2000 i think it was 2007 2006 is when i first formed my llc i had a couple clients before then but so i've been doing this for a long time um and i so you kind of get that mat time and then you start to you you see things as you're interacting with clients in the real world, like real businesses, you know, businesses that are working with millions and millions of dollars. The biggest client I ever had was a multi-billion dollar financial company. And I'm telling you that some of the tactics that these guys teach and say to do, if I were to pull that stuff with these guys, I wouldn't have got, I wouldn't have got the contract. I wouldn't have, plain and simple. So there's there's a lot of little things. I've worked every everything all the way up to billion dollar companies like that. I've consulted with big companies like Valvoline, um, all the way down to mom and pop shops. I mean, I've worked with body waxers, um, title companies, you know, everything, everything in between. So I've got a lot of a wide range of experience, and I know what works where and what works when, and that's what I'm here to share. Hopefully, you know, help and resonate people out there that are you know on the same journey as me. Help you know bring them along. So. That was kind of the, the epiphany was brought about again from the whole, you know, one funnel away challenge. Um, and I kind of had that realization that, you know what, I do have something to offer to these people. Um, you know, you guys out there can benefit from my mat time and I can help maybe shortcut a few things here and there, or at least in the very least guide you towards what is, you know, what works and what doesn't and what's real and what's fake. Uh, Cause there, there are a lot of charlatans out there that, you know, they basically, They've done it once and then they turn it into a system that they say works repeatedly. They get students in and the students like, wait, this isn't working. It's because you know what? They, they had lightning strike once and it was just a, it was on a lark or whatever, or they, they leave out like major details on how they actually landed a deal or something like that. And then come to find out, you know, it was actually their brother's, you know, auto repair company and they leave that little bit out. So they didn't have to go through the whole, 
you know, romancing a client, getting them on the phone, then working them through and showing them that your solution is is the way to go. So, you know, a lot of these courses, they leave out these these things that actually matter and are actually integral to the part of them having that success in that one time. And that's why when they go and try to teach it to somebody else, it doesn't work. Um, so anyway, so that's a little, some of the conflict and stuff that I had, um, you know, and what brought me to this to this point in the crush it offline, you know, why I'm here doing the crush it offline thing. So, um, so at this point, yeah. So my goal is to, you know, grow, you know, hopefully do some more podcasts, provide some more content, possibly start a Facebook group. I'm also going to uh, plan on having some uh, industry experts come in, you know, interview them on some podcasts or interview them maybe in, in a Facebook group or something like that. And then get different perspectives from people who I know, even some of my coaches that I spent thousands of dollars to hire. Maybe I can get them on some interviews and stuff like that. And then, you know help share their knowledge and introduce you to some people that helped me along my journey to get to, you know, the six figure mark. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, um, people say that money isn't everything. And I'm here to tell you, you know what money is freaking cool because when you have it, it's one of those things that it, a whole world of problems just disappear. Now, don't get me wrong. You do inherit a whole other set of different problems. I mean, obviously you're going to have to pay more tax and all that other stuff to make sure you have that crap in order. But when you don't have to worry about making your uh, mortgage or, you know, putting, clothes on your kids and you know making sure that they have the stuff that they need for school and that they get to play all the sports and do all the things that they want to do when you don't have to worry about that life is a lot more fun i ain't ain't gonna lie i've been i've been both ends you know i've been the the downtrodden drunken guy struggling failing you know no zero hope in the world to holy crap standing on top of the world you know and it's and it doesn't compare and the, the cool thing is that, you know, I have the unique perspective where, yeah, I've kicked an addiction and I've succeeded. And some people, they, they don't do that. Sometimes they, they, you know, many of these guys, they started out right at the top. You know, they came right out of the gate running. So I'm hoping that with my broad experience level of, you know, experiencing the, the, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows and everything in between and how to, you know, rise from the ashes and then become this, you know, this successful entrepreneur that maybe I can help a few people out there more so than I can doing one-to-one. So that's why I'm here. That's kind of my mission with Crush It Offline. Um, and I hope, you know, this resonates with you. And if you have any questions or anything like that, seriously, just reach out to me. Hit me up on Skype. Hit me up on Facebook or LinkedIn. However you found this podcast, reach out to me. I'd love to hear your story and love to answer any questions that you may have. Um, you know, and again, if you have questions, I, you know, what I'll do is eventually I'll include it in my course. So what? that's the other part of this goal is to have this kind of crush it offline movement or course or whatever you know have it user driven where it's not just me telling you what i think you want we're literally you know the questions that come in i'm gonna it'll be like a growing thing i'm gonna you know answer your questions show you what works what doesn't work if you come to me with an idea and i've done it before and if it's failed i'll tell you okay i did this it failed but it doesn't mean that it won't fail for you and then help you work through that problem and make it work for you or maybe we'll come to the conclusion holy crap this was a shitty technique and guess what the person i got it from is a complete sham and i shouldn't have been listening to in the first place so either way i'll help you vet ideas and then basically make this one of the best courses on how to you know grow uh an offline consultancy and get more clients and then you know go on and you know get the financial freedom that everybody that gets into this thing is pretty much looking for so again my name is chris uh this is crush it offline looking forward to meeting you and looking forward to the rest of this journey and on that note, hey, I got my first podcast out, so it feels pretty dang good. Ha <laughs> ha.